Hello, Pastor Deborah here. Welcome again to another wonderful episode of a Light into the Darkness series. Spiritual teaching of Pastor Deborah of how I had to learn how to go into the darkness with my words and how to reach out to people in the deep darkness that we see here on this video from Pixabay. I had to learn how to go into their world, the kingdom of darkness, deep with words, letters, and help find them, talk to them, speak to them. So that's what this video, number 10, this teaching is going to be about. It's entitled, A Letter from an Astrologer. Most of us don't think of astrology as being anything evil or wicked. Astrology is basically studying the stars, which humanity has done since we looked up. We made pictures out of the stars. We created animals. We use them to guide us, to walk by, travel the seas. The stars were important to us. The moons, we use the moon to be our calendar. Over time, we learned the consistency of the stars and the moons, that they could help us and guide us. So here in this story of me reaching out into the darkness, it is about how I was working to reach a young man named Isaac. He was a high priest, a satanic programmer from a multi generational family he was deep in the occult had multiple personalities he had businesses all over the world very very rich and one of his was that he had a lot of occult shops where you would go and buy everything you would need to do seances to have tarot cards the capes and the hats for witches wands And he was trying to help them find what he found when he accepted Christ Jesus from me. And I used to get letters and catalogs from the occult world from many different people. And you you have read and heard through many of these stories so far about them. This one, a letter came to me from an astrologer don't even remember their name and usually what I would do is I would read it write everything down and then burn the letter because evil spiritual things were attached to the letter if I kept the letter or the catalog inside my home the enemy would have an open door it was their paper their stuff their words and they could come on in And I wasn't going to let that happen. So I want to get into this of what was written to me and show you how the gift of discerning of spirits would help me hear Satan's voice talking to me himself. But first, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that your heart of love is always reaching out into the deep darkness, trying to reach those that have not heard of you 
hidden away as this video shows from Pixabay in darkness and lust and fire. Father, we thank you that you love all of us so much that you would send people like Pastor Deborah who didn't know very much with words of love, letters back to them, and that your reputation through me would be heard. It would bring lightning and disturbances to their world. Father, we know that they were always testing and trying your people to see if they were the real deal or would they fall. Who were they serving? Did they have power or not? Was there something in their words that they were seeking? Oh, they couldn't talk about it, Father. We know that. They could only look and observe. But you could hear their thoughts. So, Father, be with me as I teach this catalog, this letter, this light into the darkness to those that are watching. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. What you'll learn is early on, God threw me in the dark end of the swimming pool. I had to learn to swim instantaneously. And one of the areas was how to reach into the occult, how to be an evangelist with words, letters, how to be strong enough to mail things to people that I had never met, how to speak words of love. How to go beyond the church walls, beyond television, use cards. Thank you. I have so many people I wrote talking to them. Still do. Do a lot now on social media. I don't write as many letters, but I have to talk. I have to speak. I have to be grateful and kind and full of love. So here, one day, June 2000. Oh, that's a long time ago. I received a letter from an astrologer to the stars. They were from New Jersey. So this letter from Jacqueline, can't even say her last name, came from New Jersey. She was an astrologer, and I'm sure she heard about me through this young man named Isaac. Her letter or her catalog arrived about one week since Isaac had mailed a package of goodies to me from Irving, Texas. You, You have to understand, I wanted to help these people. But I knew of their spiritual connections to Satan and his kingdom. So I had to pray and be very alert. So the summary of her letter is as follows. And I had burned the letter up and closed that door. Number one, she said, I, me, Pastor Deborah, was in need of help. Me. And they used to call me Jan. This was before my transformation to Pastor Deborah. And I lived in Pensacola. So she said, Jan of Pensacola, I am in need of help. She was saying, yes, sweetie, I know you need some help, just like I do. Very kind words. Number two, people say that there is no such thing as a guarantee in life. Well, I'm going to prove them wrong, she said. 
if you will follow the path I have seen. Follow me. I know the way. How many of us know that? We believe people that tell us, politicians, school teachers, parents, religion, business owners, follow us. (laughs) Believe in us. We got the answers. We know the way. Number three, me. Her prophecy for me included the following areas. So she, when you prophesy, you're saying, a God talked to me. I'm speaking his words to you. I have something from God to say to you. He wants to talk to you. And it can be good things or bad things. So they're using words that people in church knew about. Prophets, prophecies. So she said she had a prophecy for me. And it was one of prosperity, happiness, comfort, peace of mind. All areas that would tap into our soul and man's basic needs. To have money, to be happy, to have comfort, and to have peace of mind. Now, I knew that letters from these people always involved money because they're in a business. Mm -hmm. It's just like any business. If you drink our product, eat our product, go to our games, follow us, you'll have prosperity. Even Even within the religious community, there are prosperity teachers and leaders. But you got to give them some ties, some offering, buy their books. Money is always involved. She states she is a guide, which also is sort of counter to the Holy Spirit and the word of God being my guide. But a prophet wants to be a guide, wants to lead people. She said in her letter, she came near to my city, that was Pensacola, where I'm still at today, in a plane, and heard from a lovely couple of my need. How many of us have gone around and told people what our needs are? Mm -hmm. Now it's out on social media. We have needs. My family has needs. And people hear about them. Her letter went on and said, ever since I first heard your name. I bet she did. I had powerful, clear visions of your life. I bet you she did. (laughs) I bet you lightning storms were going off in her. And the miraculous events that are about to unfold for you. And she doesn't realize what she's saying. She's trying to tell me that because she can see visions of me, that there's going to be good things. She doesn't realize good things were going to happen. I was going to be doing the work of God with her. And he was going to be reaching her. And I was going to be happy because the Lord God was going to be doing his ministry his way. 
and I would be helping people the Lord's way and not the way of mental health counseling. So I knew spiritually. And I said out to myself, I'll bet you've been having visions, clear ones, about me. <laughs> I'll bet you. Isaac had them. They all do. Once love, true, genuine love from God, enters their world, lightning happens, fireworks, storms occur. Their world is shaken and rattled. They don't know what it is at first, but slowly over time, they go seeking. And then her letter goes on that I know you and I have known you. And I'm being physically reunited with you closer and closer day by day. Prophets want to be close to people. People in the occult want to be close to you. Be reunited. We hear that by many people saying, I think my ancestors are helping me. My mother is with me. They're still here guiding me. And I seem to be getting closer and closer with her. Even though she's dead, been dead for a long time. And I knew in myself, here's what I was saying. We're going to have a face-to-face one day, Satan. You will have to see for yourself who this Jan is. He didn't know at the time. He's testing, trying. And in whose name I come and whose power I'm wielding. That day was coming. He had to check each one of us out. She said to me in her letter, That her picture of me is very clear. My response to myself was, it should be by now. The image of Christ, of light, lightning bolts, truth coming. Mm -hmm. So she's getting a good picture of me, she says. Remember, her letter is written to sort of seduce me uh, into buying her product. Having her prophesy to me for a fee, of course. So she's using words that a lot of Christian and religious people would use. Here she is. Here's what she says is the picture of me she's getting that I, Jan, had been troubled lately and trusted friends, they've let me down. Trying to say that I'm in pain, in need. Nobody loves me. The weight of the world seems to be on me, she says. Trying to put me into depression. And and if I said, yeah, you're right. I just put depression on me by my own will. She goes on and says, I know the pressures and demands are almost too much for me to bear. She's trying to. Tap into, bring to me hopelessness. Because see, if you are a strong individual, people have to put you in a certain place before you will accept their help. You have to have issues that they have the solutions for. So that's what she was trying to do. 
She was trying to get me to agree with her, even if I never wrote her back. And she went on and said, this money is for me. Something for me, money for my pain. That's right. We see that a lot when people want to be disabled, but they're not. I deserve the money for my pain. A lot of lawyers work with that. Trying to get you lots of money because of a car wreck or something. You deserve money for your pain. So she is tapping into our soul's desires and needs and wants. She knows the image that's in us. And all she has to do is get me to open the door and say, yeah, you're right. I deserve money for my pain of hopelessness. The weight of the world's on me, all my problems and issues, how my parents raised me. I need some money. I deserve it. That's what she's trying to get me to. And I had to know that through the gift of discerning of spirits. I had to see spiritually what she was trying to do. I had to understand my free will and how it helps either her or me. Then she went on and said, put your trust in me. In my visions for you that I see, for they're never wrong. Trust me. That's her talking to me, saying, I know you've got a bad life, but my visions I see for you, they're good. Trust me. I can help you. And her letter went on and said, this is no accident that I was receiving her letter. And they go, you're right. God ordained us to meet and allowed for this to happen. He was using Satan to get to her. Isn't that just like God? He is wonderful. So her letter goes on and says, my turn for emotional blessings. That's our soul. Blessings of love. And a true companionship. So she's tapping into our soul's need for love and companionship. Her money, she says, personal success, material comforts, quick fortunes. That seems to be what our soul is always after. Fast, soulish, carnal blessings. Nothing spiritual. She's reaching to the soul with her letter. Now, how did I know all of this? I had one, I had mental health counseling, so I knew about the soul. But then the teachings of the Lord to learn how to help people his way taught me the spiritual way. She said, it's my turn to have some blessings of love, companionship, money. Personal success, material comforts, quick fortunes. It was my turn, she said. Everybody else seems to be getting it. Why not me? Her letter went on and said, just imagine. Wealth you've always dreamed of within your grasp. Use your imagination, your dreams, your wishes. Reach. Imagine. Her letter went on and said, opening one door, she said, often leads to another door. You would never have 
reached or opened. Had you not opened the first one? Boy, she was right about that. If I just imagined this. But that's not the first door. The first door was I had to willingly admit I'm depressed. I got needs that only the world can feel. And that was the first door within myself. And I deserve help because I got all these needs and issues. I'm a survivor. I've been abused. The world's not right. I'm poor. I'm dying. I'm in war. First, you got to admit that. She says, then you open the door that I deserve to have blessings. So she is right. One door leads to another door. That's right. That's absolutely correct. She is smart, smart. Miss Ma, I think her name was Jacqueline. She goes, just imagine. Please be my friend. Open the door. See, she can't open the door herself. It gets opened in abuse and trauma and in childhood, but my doors were closed. I have to willingly open the door and say, come on in, Jacqueline. I want everything you're offering. I would like to guide you, she says. A lot of people need guides. They need help. They don't know how to do things, how to get this, what numbers to pick on the lottery, what job to take. They Humanity needs guides. But she's saying, I, Jan at the time, now Pastor Deborah, I must open this door. I must be willing to do it myself. She couldn't do it, but she's knocking. Her letter went on and said, I have every reason to believe that you deserve the great changes in store for you. Is that true? Yes, but not her changes. The changes from the king of the kingdom of heaven I deserve as a righteous, born-again child of God. But she's not saying that. And will do everything, she says, in her power so that I receive what I deserve. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have that attitude. I deserve this. Because look how you treated me. I deserve that because I was mistreated. By this time in her letter, I could spiritually sense it was Satan himself speaking to me. Through the gift of discerning of spirits, I could see, peer in, hear spiritual things. Spirits, humans, demons, devils, Satan himself. This was a letter from Satan talking directly to me. But he was disguised through this lady, Jacqueline. And he was coming through her words. Yeah, they can come through words on a printed page. Words are just expressions of a soul and a spirit. Even if they're just in book form. So you be careful about books you read. Sometimes I read about the author and that's it. Sometimes I've heard about things in the news about them. I don't read them. I don't go looking. I don't open the doors. If I want to know something. Why somebody wrote this book. Why they did this. What are they doing. I ask God now. He will tell me the truth. 
Ben, she said, send money. I'll prepare and send to you your prosperity manuscript. Seal this contract, she's saying. This covenant. Oh, I could sense Satan's anger right there. He has to have me sign a deal, a contract. How? You pay giving money. Sometimes money is also the same as blood. I could hear Satan go, ah, this opportunity is knocking. Are you going to answer the door or not? It was coming through Jacqueline, her words, but spiritually was Satan himself checking me out, testing me. He's done that with believers throughout history, martyrs. Will you bow your knee? No. Then we'll burn you. Well, then I'll sing praises to God. Will you bow your knee and do what we tell you? No. Many a history. You go study some of the early martyrs. Those that wanted to change the Latin Vulgate Bible into the common language. They were burned at the stake. You have to learn to hold. The tests come. The trials come. We learned that about Job. He was tested by Satan. He almost failed, but he didn't. Go study him in the book, the Bible. So Jacqueline goes on and says, this opportunity is knocking at my door, but I have to open it. I have to agree with them, come along with them. How you might understand that in the world is, I got to vote for that political person. I have to come into agreement with them. Mm -hmm. That's what it means. If you're in domestic violence, it means you have to stay. You can't be free. And if you try to be free, we'll do violence on you. That's happening right now in a nation where one nation is attacking another nation who want to be free from it and go their own way. And that nation, the big one's not going to let them do it. But God's at work. Mm-hmm. So Jacqueline's letter goes on and says, personal prosperity. Manuscript is reserved exclusively for Jan. Satan has a plan just for me and you. It's all written out. Okay, it's personal. He knows us. And when he has to check us out, he says, I got something that's just your for you yourself. Very personal. I got a manuscript. I got it already written out. And the letter went on. She says, yes, I am ready to accept the blessings of wealth, happiness, and love. So Satan has to go on now. And he has Jacqueline write this. Yes, I, Jan, this is what I'm agreeing to when I send money. am ready to accept the blessings of wealth, happiness, and love. That my personal prosperity manuscript that you have prepared will bring to me and to the Schleich family. Well, now my family's included. That would mean my grandchildren and great-grandchildren travel the lines of generations. But I have to admit that. 
I have to be willing to want that and desire that. And I must do the accepting. So I knew he was trying to get my family for generations trapped by my desires. So Jacqueline goes on. Please complete this personal prosperity manuscript so that she can be so that I can begin taking advantage of it. You have to complete it. How do you do that in this world? A small contribution of $20. That doesn't sound like a lot. We spend that at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. $20. Nothing. But you can't complete it without. It's a business transaction. It's legal. You, I offered something to you. You bought it. You paid for it. It's yours. It's business. I had to learn business and about business deals and contracts and legal stuff. Uh-huh. Now, they wanted me to do this. This is interesting. They didn't know it. They wanted me to put down my date of birth. Was I born in the a.m. or the p.m.? And sign it. You always have to sign a contract. In multi-generational Satanism, it's done in blood. Uh Nowadays, you can sign on the computer. Your signature is important. Why your birthday? Because they use that to look through astrology. Uh And you're saying you're you. So, my goodness, I could hear Satan tempting me. Testing me. Now, during this letters, I knew the mission I was on. I'm an evangelist out into the world of darkness. I'm going into this stuff where people's thoughts and minds, and they serve Satan openly. And I am going with a mission and with love. God had prepared me during the time he doesn't talk to me. When I receive this. Or when I write the letter. But the gifts of discerning of spirits. Of knowledge. His love. Is guiding me. It says describe your greatest hope. Your dreams. And desires. Satan's trying to get you to. Tap into the deep hidden parts of you. Use your own handwriting. So I can touch your words and pick up on your energy. Words have energy. A spirit's attached. Don't you ever think that is not true. If you read a book, you're touching somebody's spiritual energy. The force that's behind it. Words are important. She said, and I can feel the spiritual vibrations between the two of us. Mm-hmm. She is feeling it. That's why lightning was happening in her world. And she didn't know why. Now, they have tested and tried many believers in Christ Jesus. May have fallen to this right here. I've seen, I have seen many wonderful, wonderful believers. 
go have their tarot cards read, palms read, trying to tap into their ancestors, trying to reach their auras. The spirit world is real. People are in it, but they're not considered mentally ill. But if I tell people I hear God's voice inside of me, I've got issues because he doesn't talk. But these people that send this out, there's nothing seems to be weird about them. They can feel my energies and vibrations. Yes, my spirit has light in it. Light has vibrations. It has energy. And she could feel that between herself. Mm -hmm. I will try to use the energy between us to transfer a powerful field of positive energy to your life. She's trying to get some things to me. Mm -hmm. There's a battle of energies going on. You've seen that. You'll see that and say, when uh, in Harry Potter movies, the wands face off. You'll see that in energy of water and fire. You'll see that in all kinds of energies. Is that true? Yes. There's a battle of energies. And she wants to say that my energy, hers, is a good energy. And she can sense my energy. And she wants to transfer her stuff to me. I knew what was going to happen if I agreed. Those are soul ties. You have to study that. People tied in their soul and their energies with each other through giving of money, buying something, opening doors, transference of spirits, energies. All of that happens. I get a money back guarantee, she said. Don't know what good it be. They give me the money back, but they're not going to take back their energy. They're not going to take back whatever I opened the door to. Uh -uh, I got that. And that will go on as a familiar spirit to the rest of my family. Jacqueline went on and said, I want to help you and light the way. Where she gets that is Lucifer's old name used to be. He was one of light. Son of the morning. Light bearer. So they work for the light bearer, Lucifer, who's now Satan. They don't serve that evil, wicked thing. They serve the light bearer. So you can capture and you have snared all the rewards and enrichments that are yours by virtue of your very birthright. Oh my gosh, if that's not biblical. You see, when you're born into the family of God, your birthright brings you blessings, prosperity, gifts, all because of your right standing with God. Mm-hmm. So they know that in a twisted way. They're just using God's patterns, which you have to study. So when you hear God's patterns and you see a false pattern, you'll know 
They do that with money. They study the real money. Then when they look at a $20 bill and it doesn't look like the real stuff, they know it's false. But if you don't study the real patterns, study the real light, study what the blessings and prosperity is, everlasting covenant. See, that's what they're trying to get, everlasting covenant to you. But it's of the darkness. But they're not going to tell you that. But they're telling you because of your birthright, just being born human, you deserve this. Jacqueline went on and said, in fact, if you are not totally thrilled with the new person, you quickly become. I want to become a new person. I would have if I accepted her offer. The old me that was full of light and joy and love and peace and the Holy Spirit now would have something else in me. There would be a dual person in there. I'd probably have another personality inside of me. In my soul and another form of energy in my spirit. So I'd become a new person. Well, that's biblical because we're told when you believe in Christ Jesus, you become a new person. New birth. And by your birthright, you now fit into the everlasting covenant. She's taking the same pattern and using it. Or Satan. And she is saying that this new person will have success and rewards. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't happen and they don't achieve what I desire, I could get my money back. But the damage is done. The energies are there. They don't tell you they can. I can get rid of them. They don't tell you my new person that I become can go away. No, you just get your money back (laughs) while they're laughing at you. (laughs) They have transformed you into their kind of person. She went on and said, your happiness is all that matters to me. I love you. I need to confer with you one on one. Mm hmm. I get that a lot from people on social media. I'd like to call you on the WhatsApp. I go, I don't have that phone number. Well, I'd like to talk to you because they think they can convince you, get you on the phone, say a lot of words, put you under pressure, bend you to their will. I, go, I don't do that. I can write you on LinkedIn. I can write you an email, send your response back. Sometimes you just need to keep your distance from people. Don't need to talk to them. Don't need to do that at all. And her happiness does matter to her. Because she's on a mission to ensnare me and trap me. Does she love me? Yes. Is she trying to help me? Yes. She's on assignment. And she will be blessed and be given more power and more money if she secures this treasure that I am for Satan. If I can, if she can get me to sign on the dotted line, give the money, boy, she will have great happiness. And she's trying to tap into that, I love you. Oh, how many of us fall for that trap? And then, oh, I'd like to talk to us, to you one-on-one. So we did in the spirit. 
and I apologized to her that I could not accept her offer, but I had an offer. I didn't write her back, I don't believe. I'll check and see. But I conferred with her in the spirit. I met her at the level that she was at. And I said, I love you with a love that you don't know yet. And I brought light. And it was as I was going into this world of hers. My words were like the lightning. They were soft, though. So Jacqueline became born again, believe it or not. I don't think she's with us any longer. Because usually once they get born again and believe in Christ Jesus, my God, Satan takes them out. And I was learning how to be a light, an evangelist, a voice into a darkness, a world I had never known, never been in, didn't know anything about in mental health counseling. But I went carrying love, joy, and peace, carrying the light of love with me. The light of truth and Christ Jesus himself. The father sent me. He had trained me to go. He helped me to see Satan at work and sense him even in letters. And see how he was working, reaching out. So I could reach her. And her spirit. With his love. If you would like to also reach out to me. In the realm of the spirit. You are welcome. Yeah. I'm real. Still here. Still at the same house. I'm a little older. I'll be 71 this year. But I'm still working. Still doing. Still helping people. The Lord's way. Mm -hmm. If you would like to find what I found. And what Jacqueline found. A love. A prosperity. And be. Connected to the everlasting covenant. Or your forever person. It's a done deal. You just say yes any way you can. Even if you're in a deep, deep trance. He'll hear you. And he'll make it happen. And welcome to the kingdom of light. The kingdom of love, joy, and peace. Welcome into the family of God. He'll do an Isaiah 61 and 62 in your life. He'll give you a Hebrews 4.12. So he'll separate your spirit from your soul. You'll be born again, a new person. Never created before. Innocent and pure. That's right. So if you want that gift from him, it's right here. Right now. Over this video. Right now in the garden. Right now here. Yes. Yes, it's done. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your work of reaching out as a light into the darkness, sending your word of hope and love to so many, reaching out as you do with your ministry, fulfilling your words of your heart and desires for all humanity. Thank you, Father, for you being a force waiting for people to open the door to you and your love. Father, thank you for all that got born again today. Into your kingdom. Into your family. Raise them up as mighty ones. Help them to become teachers and evangelists. Going into the darkness and reach others. Father, be about your work. Of loving and reaching people. As a light into the darkness. 
In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, I think I have a couple more letters, and I'll get to them on the next one. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.